you're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Here's something to think about. It's one of those debates that uh, gets a lot of people fired up because it has to do with equality. It has to do with business ethics. It also has to do with the free market. And, And we're talking about proposals in the United States, not just for increasing the pay of women in general or decreasing maybe the pay gap is what some people would say. Maybe that's more accurate. But also, should there be a paid leave policy for workers who have children in this country? I mean, other countries do it. Should the United States do it? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us on American Viewpoints. Really well-written, well-researched article at marketwatch.com that I encourage you to check out. Written by Andrew Keshner, who joins me right now. And Andy, uh, nice job on the article because this is some really complex stuff. There are people who say other countries let mothers or mothers and fathers take off work, paid. They don't lose a penny when uh, they have a child. They can do it. We should do it here. It's that simple, but it's not that simple. That's right, Mike, and thanks again for having me on. What this new study was doing, it was looking at what happened in Austria after decades of policies uh, that subsidized childcare and subsidized paid leave up to about like 35 months for for a couple and I think 28 months for just, uh, you know, one parent, you know, the mom to take off. And they were asking, okay, so what happened to the learnings over time of women who participated in this? And um, essentially the the top line takeaway is it really didn't have any effect for better or for worse um, on women over the course of their lifetime. Basically the the earnings trajectory they were on was the earnings trajectory they stayed on. There actually was a little bit of a small dip when they were out of the workforce, you know, taking care of, you know, the, you know, the newborn. Uh, but then they got, then they rebounded to where they were. I find that interesting that uh, when they come back from work in this study, in this case, I mean, I two years to take off work and uh, to say that they didn't really make up a lot. Well, to some degree, wouldn't that make sense? I mean, if you take two years off of work or a year off of work, no matter if you're a man or a woman, you're going to be a little bit behind where you were when you left, I would think. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that that's right. I mean, you're going to be a little bit behind, um, and 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 I think you know that the research showed that there was a, a little bit of being behind. But um, what the research was also showing is that it didn't help them so much in in that um, uh, you know it didn't kind of boost them on a new path, mm-hmm. and it didn't hurt them so much that they went even lower than they would have been. One of the things that kind of an, an ongoing academic debate in this is. Well, is paid leave good because, you know, maybe, maybe mom will be, uh, you know, because she knows she's going to have a job waiting for her uh, when she comes back, she's going to be more attached to the workforce. That's one angle on it. The other side is, well, no, if she's going to take a breather, um, that's going to hurt her in the end. 
and we want to do things to nudge both men and women to take that breather so it's it's more fair. And another part, which when I mentioned it, it's a lot more nuanced than just should the numbers add up for men and women in any particular field, it goes into, in this case, there's a lot of focus on STEM fields and technical fields. It goes all the way into colleges and universities and uh, the makeup of the classrooms. There have been arguments made, and I've heard people say this, and you addressed it to, to, uh, to some degree in this article that, well, what if men and women just simply naturally prefer different types of types of work in the larger scale. There's always going to be a few crossovers here and there, but is there any indication that maybe women just tend to prefer different sectors of the economy? That's such this, that's, I mean, kind of goes back to this nature versus Mm. nurture question, you know, kind of eternal that you could apply, apply in so many places. Or or culturally. Um, Yeah. Culturally. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and actually you mentioned culture and that's actually one of the things when I was talking to the researchers about it saying, you know, why is it that, we see the results we do. And one of the researchers said, well, you know, maybe it has to do with the way certain jobs are structured, um, you know, that that a woman with, um, you know, who's trying to balance jobs and works and feels that they need to be home for, um, you know, the little baby boy at home, they can't take that uh, long hour job, and so on and so forth. But what he said is, you know, it's really easy for researchers and economists and so on to measure numbers, uh, it's very difficult for us to measure cultural norms and expectations and what's kind of floating around in, in, in the world. Um, and so he, he seemed to feel that, um, at least in Austria, there was a, cons- quote, gender conservative, that was the, the academic phrase used, that, um, you know, women felt, you know, it was important to be home. And then the other question is, is to what extent does America mirror Austria in quote gender conservative views on um, on mom staying home uh, or taking less time um, in her professional career. We're visiting with uh, Andrew Keshner from uh, MarketWatch.com. The article says the U.S. is the only highly developed country without a federal paid parental leave law, and and this is one of those unusual discussions because when you look at culture, you look at economies, you look at different sectors, all these variables. Uh, the right answer may be different for women and families, not just around the world, but in every different parts of the country. And then it seems like some of the conversation is, well, how do we fix it and fix this gap? But is there a case to be made that in some cases, not all, I'm, I'm certainly not trying to argue there's no workplace discrimination in America by any means, but sometimes are those uh, trade-offs chosen voluntarily. I know I'm not going to make as much money, but it's just more valuable to our family to do it this way. And, and I know that some activist groups and some academics don't don't like the end result of that, but those are the things that can't be measured sometimes. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, um, I, I won't be, uh, I, I won't <laughs> pretend to be in the, in the minds of every, every, sure. uh, you know, uh, mom and dad, and, you know, a couple that's trying to figure this stuff out, but as someone who is you know, as two kids of my own, I mean, it's, it's just such a personal uh, choice as to um, how much time you're going to juggle work in, in life. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm certain there are people who are, um, you know, voluntarily making that trade off. But, you know, now more than ever, uh, you know, with, with remote schooling in places and the economy hitting women harder than it has hit men, um, it's a trade off, but it's also kind of maybe being, you know, a tough choice that's kind of put on women in a way that, you know, maybe even just a year ago, you know, maybe a voluntary trade-off then, and now it's just sort of a, 
what else can I do? But, you know, be home right now. Um, I, I don't know. Um, in, you know, another point is um, sometimes paid leave laws are kind of couched as, well, this is a way to, uh, you know, make the workplace more fair and to make sure that, um, you know, we can narrow the gap. Um, but uh, some of the folks I talked to said, you know, you can also think about paid leave laws as, as like a wellness thing um, for for a mom and dad and for the family, um, just giving, giving people time to just be with a newborn and figure it out. Um, uh, there's, you know, dollars and cents aside, there's value in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the article, you point out that uh, women have lost more jobs in the pandemic than men. So I guess the, the big question as we wrap it all up is uh, whether somebody takes advantage of this program or not, whether it's right for them or not, the bottom line is, is, do we, or is there a way that uh, we can be increasing opportunity for everybody, especially those who maybe uh, don't have the same access as uh, everybody else in the country? And it looks like the research just simply says it's inconclusive right now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, some of it, uh, in uh, it, some of it also has to go with the way certain laws are designed and what they encourage and, you know, discourage and, and this like that. But it's, um, it's an ongoing debate. And, um, uh, you know, here we go into the Biden administration, uh, mm-hmm. where they, you know, there is talk of expanding leave in some form. I mean, I'm, I would imagine that would need congressional approval. And that's a different story. But, um, you know, this is not a not an issue that's going away. Yeah, definitely. All right. You can find the article at uh, marketwatch.com. Really appreciate you talking about it because so many angles and variables and culture and economy and education and everything else that goes into it, that the conversation, like you said, it is nowhere near over. And I'll be really surprised if it's settled in the U.S. in the next uh, in the next term or two terms here in the country. <laughs> That's right. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So if you want to find that, once again, check out marketwatch.com. And if you want to connect with us on social media, just look at AVP Radio Show on Twitter. And you can also look up American Viewpoints on Facebook and hope that you do. I'm Mike Ferguson. We will talk to you again next week. You know that feeling? Like every door is closing and you just can't see a way out? Being unemployed, underemployed, or just out of school can feel like that. But when you find the right tools, suddenly everything just clicks. FindSomethingNew.org offers resources that help develop new skills. Skills that can position you for careers in today's growing industries, from healthcare and manufacturing to cybersecurity and alternative energy. Find your path to a new career at FindSomethingNew.org. A message from the Ad Council.